0: Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Michael Skvaronina, CIO at Holy Name Medical Center. In this segment, he talks about leveraging the mobile WebHIS app to streamline communications, the added complexities of attesting to meaningful use with a self-developed system, and why he's opting for an on-the-shelf solution for data analytics. What about as far as mobile apps? Um, is that functionality available for the WebHis system?
1: So several years ago, we developed a c- product called MicroHis, and, uh, and if you remember the the advertisement that that Apple had, where where, where they had a hand and then they had a, a an iPhone in the hand, so we used yeah. something similar to, to to that advertisement when we marketed my MicroHis to our physicians. We had a hand, we had an iPhone, but we had MicroHis running there. And MicroHIS is a is a mobile version of WebHIS which is why it's called MicroHIS and it has some really cool features it has a physician patient list or their rounding list physicians could can, can read all the patients lab results radiology results dictated reports um, there's a demographics section where they can see who the next to kin is the patient's telephone numbers what's what's neat about MicroHIS though is that there's the integration with with, with the device itself so in, in WebHIS, when a nurse starts her shift, she um, assigns herself to the patients that she's caring for that day. And when she does that, she also takes a, um, a, a a telephone and she tells the system which telephone that she has for that day. So maybe her extension is 6213. So then on MicroHIS, uh, what happens is that the physician brings up the rounding list, he sees the nurse that is caring for uh, his patient that day, and if he wants to speak to the nurse, he can just tap her, uh, her extension. And that causes his phone to start a call, phone call from his phone onto the nurse's phone. So it's extremely streamlined. He doesn't have to you know, write down numbers, doesn't have to dial anything. We take care of that right in a right for him. It's a really neat feature. For surgeons, we, we have the complete OR schedule there so they can see you know, their cases for the day. And again, they they can open up that mini version of of the patient's electronic medical record to review things before the surgery.
0: And as far as you know, putting that app together was that something where, where there a lot of where there were a lot of obstacles, or or it required a lot of you know trials, testings.
1: It took us about four months to to build MicroHIS. Um, usually, the way we develop new applications is we have an idea, so you know, we might do a proof-of-concept and, and just put something together small, and then from that proof-of-concept, then we show it to a group of, of physicians or of users, depending upon the type of product that it's going to be, and we start to collect their input and, and then have them help us design what they're looking for at, at the end of the day. I mean, my, my was basically derived because I knew we had to have a mobile solution Physicians were accessing WebHIS right on their iPhones and and from their Android devices, like the full WebHIS, and it's not really formatted for that type of display, so I started thinking, you know, what would be needed for, what would be the the minimum needed for a handheld device to be useful to a physician, and that's where
0: MicroHIS came from. Okay. As far as, you know, any kind of updates that need to happen with that, is it similar to the, you know, the WebHIS system?
1: Yeah, it's the same. I mean, if a physician came and said, "Hey, could you add X, Y, Z to MicroHis?" You know, the request would come through me. I would take a look at it, determine how much effort it would it would take. Again, if it's one of these low-hanging fruit things, we generally try to do those quickly because they don't really take a lot of resource, but they add value. And if it was something complex, that would that would that would take time. For example, uh, we developed CPUE on WebHis last year. And it's a, it's a wonderful CPUE, and again, physicians praise it and telling us it's much easier than, than our surrounding hospitals. Um, but a few now have started to say, when can I do CPUE on the microhiss? And, you know, that's something that's not, not something easy to develop because CPUE is, is quite complex. And to make it run on a mobile device with all the capabilities that, that, that we do on the web is going to take some time to put together.
0: Right. Are there any other um, functionalities you're looking at for for MicroHis for uh, you know the near future, or as far as just next steps?
1: Not in the near future. the The, mm-hmm. the user base for for MicroHis is only about 50 to 60 physicians that that use it on a, on a regular basis. You know, we were really hoping that it was going to really take off and become heavily adopted by by the by the physician population. But you know, some physicians are not as tech savvy as others. And and I think that we've basically leveled off on on the number of active users that we're gonna see for a while. And they really have not been asking for anything new. I, I think CPUE on, on the microhist is really the the next big leap, um, but it's not top on our priority list for, for development.
0: Right. Okay. No, no, you mentioned before that, that you're looking at um meaningful use stage two and being an organization that uses your WebHIS system that was developed in-house, are there kind of unique challenges when it comes to things like uh, Meaningful Use 1 or 2?
1: Well, probably the the, the biggest challenge is really defining what the functionality is going to be. So if you buy a vendor package, that vendor has already determined how physicians are going to enter problems in a problem list, how each functionality is going to work. Uh, When you develop a system and, and, and design it, they were the ones that are deciding how that's going to work, and that sometimes gets more challenging, because if you go in the essay to folks, hey, you know, how do you want to answer the problem list? You get ten different answers, versus someone that says, you know, vendor X Y Z, here's how you do it, and and you don't have a choice. So sometimes having that choice is actually more complex than just getting something delivered and and being told how to uh, how to use it.
0: Yeah. Now, as far as um. Meaningful use to within your organization is there kind of like a like a task force or like you know a group that's that's assigned with these with the specific uh duties of meeting meaningful use stage two requirements or is it not not really necessarily uh done that way
1: so on an i t side i I have an analyst that is really dedicated to the meaningful use um, effort you know and she's been the one that has uh, coordinated all the testing with ICSA labs for certification. Um, you know, and that alone, we could talk for an hour about how complex, interesting, and challenging that really was. Um, but even for stage one, it was really the same thing, although back then it was, it was CC's HIT that we, that we did our certification with. But this analyst basically uh, goes through the test scripts you know, line by line, comes to the developers, checks their work, makes sure that every – Piece of the functionality matches the test scripts, and then um, you know, then we do our test, and then she basically facilitates the test. Um, but once that certification is 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 really achieved, then it really becomes more of a hospital project and not an IT project. You know, some people view meaningful use as an IT project, but it's really an entire hospital initiative because you know, in IT we can provide the systems. And we can encourage folks to use the systems and encourage them to implement the functionality, but we can't make them do that. Really, it's yeah. the departments that 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 have to embrace meaningful use, you know, see what the requirements are, and actually make it happen. Um, and sometimes that can be challenging. So, you know, now uh, now now that we've achieved our second certification, the we, we 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 have this group called the IT Council that has been formed, and the IT Council talks about. In general, IT initiatives priorities helps us helps us to decide which major projects we're going to work on next. And meaningful use is really at the, at the, at the top of the list for the council to really take on, and help us implement.
0: Right. Now, in terms of some of the other uh, other projects you're looking at or other priorities. Um, What's what else is is uh, on your plate as far as the organization's IT uh, strategy?
1: Well, we are always looking to add additional capability. So, um, you know, on our plate is a new is reengineering the preemission testing process. Working on a project for for that, we have a call center, and we are working on expanding the call sensor functionality. Uh, again, you know, we talked earlier about. Some of the customizations that can be done when you do your own system. So one of the neat things that we've done for the call center is is we we we've, we've created like a um, a call queue for 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 them, and the, and this call queue gets fed um, from different events that happen in our system. So if you have a if you have a surgery, we create a task for the call center to call and follow up on your surgery a you know day or two later after you, after your after your surgery. If there's an appointment coming up for 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 a, for a visit. Uh, we'll put a task into the into the application for the, for the call center to call the patient to talk to them about the appointment. But what's neat about that application is that we've integrated it with our with our phone switch. So you're running WebHis app, you're looking at the WebHis, and you have this task that comes up that says call call this call this patient. And there's a little icon next to the patient's telephone number, and when you click that telephone icon, it causes the phone at, at, at your desk to to start ringing because it's done the dialing for you. Those little things are really you know, little value-adds that normally you won't see in the off-the-shelf commercial products, um, right. which I think is, again, when we talk about strategy, that's what kind of differentiates us, uh, makes their, their function more efficient because they're not manually dialing a, tel- dialing a telephone number, saves time, documents that, that, they, that they did, in fact, make the call. It, it's, it's really neat.
0: Right. Okay. And now, what about uh, doing uh, analytics? Is that something that you're looking into or planning to do soon?
1: So, we have uh, a mini data warehouse built into WebHIS, and that that warehouse gives our users um, ability to, to do some data analytics. There is a person here that is generally dedicated to doing data analytics. And he's uh, quite skilled at uh, database models and database tools and analytical tools. Um, so, yeah, that, that is something that we do t- today, and really looking to expand on that. Uh, we've been looking recently at some different commercial products, companies like like Tableau, for for example, or Rome BI. Uh, these these vendors have data analytic tools that. You know at some lay, at some levels help you query your data better at other levels help you present it much much better Uh WebIS is web-based and it does have some nice graphical tools built in but these commercial data analytic tools are extremely slick and and have great graphical capability so we are looking at at, at um, you know, implementing one of these more robust tools based off the WebHIS data